Welcome to the Relationships and Revenue Podcast with John Hewlin. You are listening to part two of my interview with Honoré Corder. Now, if you didn't check out part one, stop this recording right now, go back one episode and check out that episode before listening to this one, because I promise you don't want to miss it. But in case you don't know who Honoré is or you need a refresher, Honoré is the author of over 50 different books. She's a TEDx speaker. She also happens to be a strategic book coach. She's an amazing lady. In my interview with her, we go deep into things like what it takes to write a book, what it takes to publish a book, and what it takes to market that book. She works with so many great people and has for years. People like John Rulin, who has been on this show, with Hal Elrod, and she's been on such great podcasts as the Read to Lead podcast, which we love here with Jeff Brown, who's been on this show two times. So enjoy part two of my interview with Honoree Corder. Yeah, I get that. Here's the things at a different level. I would say that just for checking all of the boxes, have someone else do it unless you're a professional, right? Just let someone else do the production of the book from beginning to end. Let mm -hmm. them do it. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. You you were mentioning some of those people, like if you hear them, you, you cringe. Mm -hmm. um, I've picked on him before on this show, so this won't be a surprise to anybody. But um, Gary V is definitely someone that comes to mind. I can't stand to listen to him. Mm. His speaking ability just, it's like a cheese grater on my skin. Mm. Now, he, I'm not saying what he says isn't good. Right. No, he's very motivational, but I can see what you're talking about for sure. Yeah. It's just... Part of it is stylistic I, that I don't appreciate. Part of it's that. And part of it is his actual voice. I, and if you lose someone at their actual voice, it's a problem. Yeah. You, I mean, you can't do anything about that part. So, well, I think you can do some training. Mm -hmm. However, that's true. Yeah. However, the um, self awareness is part of that. <laughs> Does someone have self awareness? Right. Mm -hmm. I don't mean Gary, I just mean in general. Right, I right. I knew I knew what five you voices. I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but I could list five people that the minute I hear them on television, I'm like, oh, no, mm -hmm. make it stop. Go to a different person. Typically, what I have found when it comes to the voices thing, and I'm sure your husband can speak more intelligently about this than I can, you know, super high for sure is a turnoff. Yeah. But even some that are super low are a turnoff only because it's more dip. You have to turn it up to hear them more. Yeah. Yes. So something that somebody that has, you know, a little more even keeled kind of voice. Uh, I mean, still some, some lilt to it, but mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? I do. I sure do. Yes. And also someone who's not monotone or. Oh, my gosh. Speaks too oh. well, speaks too fast or all the right. I mean, it's how do you it's it's training. It's also it, having some awareness and listening to yourself, absolutely. making sure that you're doing the best you can do all the things. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to talk about your time on Visible TV. So again, another friend of the show, Paul Klein. Okay. Uh, he I was on episode 85. Okay. I just saw him. We had acai bowls the other day. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. And so I love it. you were on Visible TV. Yes. And what was that experience like for you? It was really wonderful. I'm Paul and, and Kendall are consummate professionals. They have a great um, production, right? They know what they're doing. Kendall is brilliant with his videography. And they came into my home and we rearranged some furniture and set some things up. And it was, it was a 
vast and wonderful process. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I feel so blessed to have been asked to do that. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, because they, yes. they're doing great things there on Visible TV. And folks, a reminder, Visible TV, I believe Paul refers to Visible TV as the uh, Netflix for entrepreneurs. Yes. And also a very positive place to go, right? Mm -hmm. If you're tired of listening to the news, what's going on in the world, or, <laughs> or just watching, which, listen, I'm a, I'm a brainless TV person, okay? I like a Hallmark Christmas movie as much as the next girl. Um, but if you want your your screen time to have meaning, mm -hmm. that is a great place for it. Absolutely. Especially if you're an entrepreneur, you want to realize that the entrepreneurial journey is more like a roller coaster than <laughs> a, a steep, fast, perfect ascension. Just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I think of it often like the flight of the bumblebee. I do. Because it's, you know, you're going all the time. And you're, and you're not and supposed to be able to fly. The odds are against you. You're aerodynamically not supposed to get off the ground. All of the, yes. Yes, for sure. Yes, entrepreneurship is like being a bumblebee. Yes. Now, we talk often on this show about relationships. And we talked a little bit about it earlier. But I want to dig a little deeper into that okay. with you for just a minute. So what I want to know is what are you doing right now, Honoré? to build up, to improve, to make better your most significant relationships and what impact do those have on your business? Well, there, it's all kind of combined. That's a great question. So I run the Empire Builders Mastermind, henceforth called EBM for short. Okay. And I started the group as at the suggestion of someone who was self a self-proclaimed super fan so she read my books she was on my advanced reader team read all of my books before they came out mm. and said if you had a mastermind i'd be in one and i said well whatever for she, <laughs> why what what is it that i'm doing and she said you have an empire and i want one and i want to learn from someone who can help me to avoid pain and gain pleasure faster right i want to build mm. that i want to build it faster i don't want to make mistakes and so i started ebm a few years ago, and I have purposely kept it small. Mm. And one of the things that I offer is unlimited access to me. Wow. So if you need something, text me or call me or get on my calendar. Everybody has a link to my calendar, but sometimes you need something like real time right now. Yeah. And so that's what I do to speak into that group of people and build those relationships is I'm very cognizant of magical days, um, mm -hmm. events, birthdays, events that they're holding, anniversaries. Um, someone had a, a five-year cancer screening uh, MRI on Friday, right? So I'm aware of those things. So I'm not just focused on helping you to build a seven-figure empire, which is all great fun, mm -hmm. but to have one that they own that doesn't own them. Yes. And um, to be the mentor that cares right that picks up the phone or sends a text or sends something in the mail yeah those relationships are very important to me and building those relationships i don't pr profess that i can change the world right the whole entire world but i can change the worlds of a few people mm -hmm. so how i build them is they matter to me in all the ways that people who matter to me matter right mm -hmm. so we're matter one more time but there are certain things that we do we can only I, I said to someone once, if you go, I, when I used to do corporate training, I would say, when you go and you meet someone and you're building a relationship with them over time, 
And the first date is not the time to throw up in their trash can because it's not that they don't care. It's that they don't care. (laughs) We already all have the number of people who have texted us, emailed us, called us, wanted one time with us. And so one more person coming and just going, bleh, right, is not helpful. But if you you can earn the right to care about someone and for someone to care about you over time, it's number of times. Nobody knows their number, right? Not even you. You don't know your number. I don't know my number. But eventually we're going to go from, I don't know you. I don't like you. I don't trust you too. I know you. I like you. I trust you. I'm going to give you my money. I'm going to give you my time. I'm going to give you my caring. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to show up for you. Yeah, that's true. Right? Mm-hmm. So they care I care about them or they matter to me in all the ways that the people who are in my world matter to me. And I make sure to know that it's their birthday. It's their anniversary. They went for an MRI. Their dog is six months old, right? Like yeah, the things, yeah. things that are most important is how old is the puppy? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. yeah. So let's say somebody's listening to this particular episode and they're like, okay, I'm convinced. She's the one. I need to work with her. What's that process like? Because you described some different ways to work with you. What what are at least some of the initial steps? What are different ways that people can work with you? Well, I, first, I want to have a conversation. I always want to have a conversation to make sure that I'm the right person and they're the right person. Yes. Right? That we're a good love connection because I am going to care, right? I don't just do somebody's book and it's a technical process. It's a technical process and it's also a personal process. Um so I want to make sure that my philosophy on things, which starts starts with quality, right? So some people are just like, I don't care. I just want to publish a new book on Amazon. Like, I don't care. And it's like, well, if you don't care, then I don't care. So that person, because I'm going to say you need to invest the money in these different aspects of it. And you're going to look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> and we're going to, you know, we're going to be sitting across the table from each other. It's not going to work. <laughs> So I like to just have a discovery conversation with anybody to just have them tell me about their book project and to really see if they're open to let me be the expert and the guidance in that setting. Because some people don't want to relinquish control or they think they already know. I've heard more than one time I'm an expert in marketing, so I already I can do the book marketing. I already know about that. Or I've written, I have a PhD, so I know all, know all about publishing a paper. So how different can a book be? And I just go, okay, then you're not my person, right? Or if, the, or if I have to convince someone that investing in their book project is important, I'm, never, I'm an attractor, I'm not a reader. So I'm never going to be the person that's going to say, no, you have to do this. It's like, are you open to investing this? Are you open to feedback much like I asked you a question before we started recording, it's like, are you open to this kind of feedback? Because if you're not, then, then I, the, not you, but anybody, the royal you, right. right? Then I don't. Then, then I've got, I've got a list of things to do that's forty miles long. Like I'll just give you your five minutes. I'll keep mine. <laughs> right? Because either I want to be productive or I want to just go do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to try to convince someone that they need to take my advice if they don't really want it. Like, I'm not in the business of of convincing. Sure. If someone wants to work with me, like, let's have a conversation about what is it that you have in mind? And then I'll ask a series of questions, including but not limited to where does the book fit into your business? What do you want the book to do for you? Mm-hmm. And how how fast do you need to get where you're going? How fast do you need the book to come out? Like I had someone, I did a book in 78 days, which is ridiculously fast. And you can only do that if you've produced hundreds of books and have the right team. But she had a speech. It was a big deal. And she was like, boy, it would really be nice if my book 
could be out on time. And I was like, strap in, put on comfortable shoes, get some snacks. We're going to go for it. <laughs> and she had the money to pay for that expedited and was open to the feedback, right? So it's like all the stars kind of have to align. They're not very many, but the stars have to align for it to be right. Sure, I get that. And then it's just then it's just fun. If everything's in alignment, then synergy kicks in and it's the mm-hmm. most fun you can have in a process that can get to the point where you're like, uh, 90% of the way done and this last 10% is going to feel like 50%. You gotta really love it. You gotta really mm-hmm. want to do it. Sure. Yeah, but it's awesome. So worth it. If I had it to do over again, I would do it sooner and I would I would do it more often. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, uh, you've written a book called You Should Write a Book. Or you know, you must write a book. Must write Is a that book. that correct? Yeah, I'm bossy. I'm bossier than the should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, must. You must write a book. So tell us a little bit about that. And there's, folks, there's a reason I'm saying that. And none of you will be surprised at the reason. And it is, get out your handy dandy phone. When you're listening to this particular episode, if you take a picture of that and you post it on Instagram and you tag Honoré and you tag me, first person who does that is going to get a signed copy of the book from Honoré on me. Yeah. Boom. So tell them what they're getting in that book. So I wrote You Must Write a Book at actually at Amazon's request. So I was doing a, a media interview in New York and they were featuring their KDP platform, Kindle Digital Publishing. Mm. This is in 2016. They called me in 2015 and said, would you come participate in this panel with traditional media and then more pro- uh, progressive media, so bloggers and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, right? And I said, sure. And they were going to feature my most recent book, which at the time was The Divorced Phoenix. So I'm not a divorce expert. I just write books and I had gone through a divorce. So I wrote a book about all the cool things that happen after you get a divorce and how mm-hmm. to rise from the ashes of a broken marriage and look at it from a positive spin as opposed to... Yeah. Kind of the worst thing, right? So I I was going to the breakfast. It got rescheduled. I had enough time to write a book. And so I had an idea and I said, what if I wrote a book about why everyone, professionals, should write and publish a book and publish on KDP? But the parentheses, right? Why they should publish on that particular platform, like write and publish a book. And they said, great. So I wrote, you must write a book for the person who wants to become a nonfiction author and monetize their book by putting their expertise, their experience and their knowledge into a book that helps the person who is trying to decide if they're the person that they should hire, Mm. right? Boost your brand, get more business, become the go-to expert. And I wrote it with the how-to, how to think about it, how to get started, how to do it, Mm -hmm. and what to do with it when you've got it. So that is what is in You Must Write a Book. Nice. Well, I feel very confident that there's going to be a lot of folks who are interested in that book. And folks, we will have a link to the book in the show notes so that you can purchase that book right away. Um, I can promise you anything that Honoré does is going to be excellent. And so I can't wait for you guys to grab multiple copies. I mean, follow my example. I don't always tell you guys to do this, but this is one where you should. Anytime you buy a book, you got to buy more than one copy every time. That way you've got at least one other to give away. I made the mistake years ago, Honoré, because I'm one of those people, when I read a book, I am all in. And I talk about it all the time yeah. to everybody. And then you want to give one away, and then you gave away your only copy of a book, and it never came Well, back. no, I, <laughs> I, I, that would have been smarter to just give it away and wish I hadn't. No, I would loan it out. Oh. And then more times than yeah. not, I wouldn't get it back, and it would be frustrating. So it right. took me a while. I've got kind of a thick skull, but I eventually figured out if I buy more than one copy, 
and already in my mind, I'm giving away the other copy, then we're good. Yes. And then you have your library. Right. And yes. that's that's one of the reasons why I, I love getting books signed from the author, especially somebody that I end up knowing, because I know I'm never going to give that copy away. I'm always going to no. give it. I have a shelf of only author signed books. Mm -hmm. Only author signed books. Is and they're special. Autograph. They are. Yes. Yes. Some of them are like I would grab them on the way out in a fire. Wow. That's saying yeah. something. Yeah. 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 That's a big After deal. For the dog and the cat. Just if <laughs> For sure. Who's investing in you right now? Say that another way. Say that another way. Yeah. One of the things that is important to grow personally and professionally yeah. is to invite coaches and mentors into your life. Oh, sure. So I want to know, and the coaches, believe it or not, books count as coaching. They absolutely, I 100% believe that. I know that I have hired coaches because I first started that relationship we talked about before with a book yeah. and it grew from there. And yeah. so my question to you is, who is investing in you right now? Well, I'll, I happen to have a book right here. Nice. This is brand new. It oh, wow. Look out. So I ordered this Discipline is Destiny from Ryan Holiday. It's part of his series. Oh, okay. Um, I got the hardcover. Um, I ordered it when he, you know, sent out his email. I was like, I'm doing a pre-sale on it. You can see where my, where my bookmark is. I'm, yep. I'm cherishing this read. I'm relishing wow. this read. I read it with a highlighter. So I have nice. highlighter. Mm -hmm. um, usually it's like right on here, but I was using it for something else. And I read it once and then I read it with a highlighter and take notes. So I really get it because otherwise it's just... Um, I read it. It sounds like a great idea, but I don't implement it. So I started the implementation strategy of not just reading, but reading twice and then putting time on my calendar to implement that or little notes, mm -hmm. like remember to do this or remember to do that kind of thing. Okay. Um, I have a, um, I mentioned some fiction titles that I want to write. So yeah. I have, um, some fiction author mentors oh. that I study from a distance because it would be weird if I just went over to their house and said, hi, I'm cool. <laughs> They don't know that I'm cool, John. So I don't, you know, I don't just show up with some with some uh, some good coffee and uh, a notebook and like, hi, can I ask questions? Because that's weird. So, but I have made friends. I have made, <laughs> 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 but I have made friends with people that I have admired from afar and have become friends mm -hmm. who are authors, fiction and sure. nonfiction, and and develop relationships with them. It just, you know, takes a little bit longer than I'd like, but it does happen. So sure. I have a number of those people. I have people all the time that I'm, that I, that are coaching me or mentoring me in some way, known, known and unknown. Okay. What is your- I've got an awful lot about people, right? By following them, their videos, right? And, and yeah. reading their words for sure. Sure. What is your top or your go-to habit? Oh, I have several. Um, one you can't live without and you think this is something everybody must do. I have several. So exercise. Can you give me a top three? I can. So exercise, um, sleep, meditation. Okay. Drink a gallon of water every day. Dig it. Um, consume positive content. Mm -hmm. Love that. Top five, six. There you go. <laughs> Visualization. A environment. People who are around you and also like your the energy of your own environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Those are all like, I can't leave one. It's like my favorite children, right? I couldn't leave one behind. I couldn't just right. go with them to meditate. I got to exercise. I couldn't just sleep. Well, I have to drink water. Right, right. Yeah. Love that. Or I have too many. Comes with age and experience. Right. Well, in my case, that those are in plentiful supply. So <laughs> same thing. Now, what do you have coming up that's exciting you? So many things. Also, so many things, John. I'm, I've always got a lot of uh, things that wake me up early in the morning. So I am putting, uh, I just got back from the editor, You Must Market Your Book. Mm. Back in, in the series that goes with my course, Book Marketing Mastery, which is already out. Mm -hmm. So, and then after that book is done, I'll write, You Must Monetize Your Book. Okay. Now, so, You Must Market Your Book is coming out when? January 23rd, 2023. Wow. That is coming up quick. Yes. Wow. That's just around the corner. Okay. It is. Well, well we're definitely going to have to have you back to talk about right. that book. Oh, I'd love to. I would love to. For sure. I'd love oh, to yeah. help authors to get more of their books into the hands of people who it, they would benefit. A million percent. Oh. Um, I also oh. started, do you know Masterclass, the online Masterclass? So yeah. I have launched the EBMC, which is Empire Builders Masterclass, and the instructors are all people in the mastermind. So current oh, participants okay. and previous participants and their courses, my courses and their courses are available at empirebuildersmasterclass.com. Nice. Um, but it's kind of like visible TV is like the Netflix for yeah. entrepreneurs. So mm -hmm. Empire Builders Masterclass is the course resource for entrepreneurs. Okay. Yeah. Course resource for entrepreneurs. I love that. Okay. And we'll we'll include that in the show notes as well. Oh, awesome. Very cool. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, we're coming up on wrap-up time here. We have a final four. So again, okay. so the lightning quick round. questions. Coffee. You just tell me the first thing that pops in your head. But, but before I do that, do you have any parting words for our viewers and listeners? Um, I wish, yes, thank you. I wish that... Um, I had had more confidence around writing my book and I didn't overthink it. And I see people overthinking the process to the point of like imposter syndrome or feeling like, oh, are, there are so many books on this topic already. And if there is no book from you, then the book needs to be out there. Now, making sure that it checks the boxes so it will fulfill the vision in your head is another conversation. But having the courage to start and following through with it is something I wish everyone had because I can say with 100% certainty, maybe 110%, although there's no such thing, right? It's either 100% or 100%. <laughs> right. But I have, I have my certainty and your certainty that it, you will consider it one of the top 10 things, the best things that you've ever done once you write a book and publish it. Mm, love that. Okay. Something came to mind as you were talking that we're going to do the final four. We are. But uh, we kind of talked before we got on air. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do kind of a, a mini, very much a mini coaching yeah. session real quick. Yeah, let's do it. I'm on ready. the title of my yeah. upcoming book. Yes. Now, for those of you who don't remember, the we'll call it the working title yep. of my book Great. is Masculine Revolution, How to Ask for Directions Without Losing Your Man Card. Now, I mentioned that to Honoré, and that's when she asked me if I was open to essentially open to coaching on that to mm -hmm. to be able to to change things mm -hmm. and i said yes so what say you so without explaining so this is coaching for everybody when you're doing a book title you it has to stand alone you must write a book the four-hour work week 
when I hear masculine revolution, and then I ask you what the book is about, which you said to me, which was to help men avoid getting divorced. Mm -hmm. Masculine revolution does not tell me anything about that. So you then have to explain what the book is about and then ask for directions, which I totally get it because that's funny because men are not um, known widely <laughs> or enthusiastically and openingly asking for directions. Not every man. However, it's funny because it's a thing, right? And if it's a thing and it's funny, then everybody kind of knows about it. But this book says to me that it could be for women. It could be for men. It's a masculine revolution. Like we're going to change the world with our masculine energy. That's what it says. To okay. So, so a book about staying happily married, which is, I think, what you want, right? You don't just want people to avoid divorce because a lot of people avoid divorce, thank you very much, but they're not happily married. Those right. are two different things. True. And then my husband and I say all the time, like, how do you stay married to somebody for 30 years and then you finally get divorced? It's like, I think people just were unhappy for so long and then they get divorced, yeah. right? So if you want to help people stay happily married, then a title that is positive, forward-focused in that way would probably be a more effective title for your book, right? So again, not good, bad, right, or wrong. It's like effective or ineffective. And what I want someone to do when they look at a book and see a book title, and it's going to be this big on their smartphone, right? So an right. inch tall and half an inch wide, and they're going to have like two seconds to see it. It has to jump up at them and grab them by the throat and say, buy me and read me right now. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right? And so I would... I would say something like, and I'm just, you know, spitballing, but I would say something like happily married, you know, the divorced man's guide to keeping keeping the love of your life or something like that, right? Because then it's like, then they can buy it on their Kindle so their spouse doesn't see that they're unhappy, <laughs> <laughs> right? Or they can recommend it to a friend they know is not happily married and they can, they can read it. And it's positive facing. And so it's even for happily married people, right? It's like, I want to yeah. stay. I'm happily married. Me, I'm happily married almost 15 years. Nice. And I want to stay happily married. I also want my spouse to stay happily married. So what do you have to say about that, right? So, so that would be this book that you're describing to me. However, I do like the book title, Masculine Revolution, Ask for Directions Without Losing Your Man Card, because I think that that would be a fun, like a fun book to be written. Because right now we live in a world where you're not supposed to be any of those things, right? True. That's true. Right? So that's not even a conversation we're going to have right now. But it's just kind of one of those things where if you are something, there's going to be somebody who's mad at you for claiming it or whatever. And so like, what is that, you know, what's that book about? And could it be something fun? Like, how can you be the, be the best in your masculine, right? Because masculine is just achiever energy is just getting things done. Like I'm in my masculine when I'm working, but if I'm in my masculine when I'm not working, my husband doesn't appreciate it very much. <laughs> That's a good point. Right? One man in the house and it's not me. So if you can say like, you know, how to ask for directions without feeling like you gave up your man card. <laughs> right? Okay to ask for directions is a chapter title. Mm -hmm. Right? Sure. Yeah. And, and true positive masculine, in my opinion, is someone who's okay with being masculine and okay with letting everybody else be what they are, right? Like, sure. Yeah. You don't have to be in your face. Like I'm in charge. Like, that's okay. right. That's right. My husband is the epitome of that. He's just very like chill and laid back and mm -hmm. yeah. So it's cool to watch. 
cool to watch that, right? And so to see someone live into that is also very cool to watch mm -hmm. whoever it is, right? For sure. So is that helpful? That is. Thank you. Appreciate You're that. Welcome. And hopefully all of you were able to learn something from that as well. It's, it's a book title is something that is not needing to be explained. That's the title. And then the subtitle is the promise. So what someone gets for their time and money for your book, right? Okay. So if you did, that's why I kind of gave you a title and a subtitle because it's like the title is what the book is about unequivocally, no explanation needed. And then the subtitle is the promise. What does someone get if they read your book? And so you must write a book is boost your brand, get more business, become the go-to expert. Like that's my promise. Right. If you write a book, these are the things that should happen for you. And then the book contains how to get all that. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Any book. That's what I'm saying. It's like the right, title, right. Is the subtitle, then, then, and that's the, that's the trick, right? Or the, 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 the onus is on the author to make sure that the book really does answer those questions. It really does fulfill that promise. So that when someone finishes your book, they're like, oh, I do feel empowered to write my book so that I, and I know how I can boost my brand, get more business and become the go-to expert. Because I went on this journey with the author and they fulfilled their promise to me. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. Well, now, since we teased everyone earlier, let's go, we'll go ahead and get to the final four. How's okay, that? let's do the lightning round. I'm ready. All right, here we go. Question number one, why did God create Honoré? Hmm. To help people to have an easier better path on planet Earth. Okay. Question two, what are you doing, reading, or listening to right now that's helping you grow? I am learning French. Wow. Okay. Very cool. What do you do for fun, either by yourself or with your family? Um, eat good food, go to cool places, and have great conversations with my friends. All right. What are you most grateful for? Oh, everything. Every day I wake up and say what I'm grateful for personally, professionally, and what people I'm grateful for. So mm. I'm grateful for the, the great people I have in my life in whatever way they're in my life and where I live and who I have around me. My health, I have my health, which I think health is well. Mm. And every day that I'm healthy, I'm, I feel very wealthy and grateful. For sure. Okay. Well, Andre, it has been my pleasure to have you on the show with us today. You have shared just a vast wealth of knowledge us. This is an episode that I know I'm going to be going back to multiple times because there's so much there. Um, I hope that all of you who are listening and watching this are getting the same things that I am from that because my recommendation is you sit down when you have some time and you take notes while you're listening to this thing because you're going to want them. You're going to want to have them in addition to the show notes. So thank you very much for your time, for being here, and for sharing just very willingly and open with us. Absolutely my pleasure. Thank you so much. And for those of you watching and listening at home, again, I'm just honored that you take any time to invest in what we're trying to do here because it is your most precious resource, and I know you can't get it back. So thank you for doing that. So you all have a fantastic day, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Revenue. I'd love to get your thoughts on the show. Two ways you can do that are to give us a rate and review and or connect with me on social media. You can find me at John Hewlin. Thanks again for listening, and remember, passion gets you started, purpose keeps you going. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Bye.